0: And the Tehoro Kilns are set to open in December. They are expected to be a destination for artists and visitors on the Kapiti coast. Now, they used to be known as the Mirik Smizik Kilns, uh, named after their builder, who was a prominent ceramic artist who played a massive role in New Zealand's art scene over his lifetime. They're fashioned in a beehive shape, they're quite rare, and they've undergone a seven-year-long project to relocate them due to a highway being built through their original location. Jane Manthel is the co-chair of the Merrick Smizik Arts Trust, and she joins me now. Hi, Jane.
1: Kia ora. Hi, Jesse.
0: Keen to hear more about this project, but can you explain the significance of these kilns?
1: Yes, I can. Um, they, you know, I, I think we look at Kapiti as a really creative place. There were lots of artists and artisans over the years. And, and you know, it was back in the day when um, you could visit Marek Schmizek and you kind of, you turned off State Highway 1 and, you know, in the day where you bumped over the railway line um, and you arrived at his place through beautiful stand of native trees, and you got to this clearing, and he had made these beehive kilns, Mm. about two and a half half metres tall. Um, There's two of them, and they have a shared flue. And they were really um, a distinctive and exciting way to fire pottery. Um, You know, back in the day, people, potters made their own kilns, and um, his, his was... Beehive. We think they're probably the only ones left in New Zealand of that style. And you know, you crank them up to, um, you crank them up to about thirteen hundred degrees. Gosh. You know, your oven. If you have a hot oven, it's about two fifty. Yeah. And here two fifty just fun.
0: reserved for pizza making, Jane. Uh, otherwise, don't. Yep. I never push it that high. <laughs>
1: yeah. flash roasting salmon or something. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. But um, with these, he would, you'd get them to about 1,200 and then he'd pull out one of the bricks and poke in a big long sort of stick, shovel with salt on the end of it, cable, normal table salt, put that into the kiln and it would react with the heat. And you got these amazing, his sort of signature style, um, kind of speckling um, shape you know, um, glazed sort of finish Mm. on his pots. Um, So they were really produced a lot of work over a good 30 years um, and are are significant, culturally significant, as part of the New Zealand ceramics heritage, really.
0: What are we talking mid-century?
1: No, he built them in the late 60s. Mm. Um. And fired them through till the late '90s, when he then moved off the land. Yeah. I see. Yeah.
0: A- and did they come under threats with this new highway? Tell us about that.
1: They did. They did. The um, Merrick moved moved in 1997 into Waikanae, and there was one other owner. And then the pathway of the new expressway is to the east of the railway line. Um, so Waka Kotahi just bought a big corridor of land, and that included buying a huge chunk of the what was the Merrick Schmizek land, and that's the, the kilns were right in the pathway. Um, so a lot of you know locals who appreciated and had the vision, appreciated their cultural significance. Said, well, they're not going to be mowed down mm. along with the, <laughs> along with the road, yeah. and but backed by Heritage New Zealand, um, you know, there was a lot of work to make it a condition of the expressway that they had to be preserved, and so they were.
0: Yeah, easier to say that, harder to do. (laughs) What was the plan?
1: That is an understatement because (laughs) they had to be moved, yeah. Um, They had to be moved about 20 metres to the east, and initially, um, the contractors thought we we'll would just scoop them up with a big, you know, front end loader. Mm-hmm. But they're so fragile, um, you know, thirty years of firing were held together with yeah. a, a sort of a clay mortar,
0: and, and made of um, thousands of bricks too.
1: Made of four thousand bricks. Gosh, the two the two kilns and the flue. Um, so they had to be each. We got a specialist from the Coromandel. Came down, specialist kiln builder. And he took them apart brick by brick, and he numbered with his helpers. He it took didn't. about a week. No, numbered really. Each brick. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, numbered each brick, drew a pattern, you know, drew a map, and they all went off in a container. And then when the site was ready, it took him about three weeks with his helpers, and they put them back, each brick exactly oh know, where gosh. it had been before. Yeah.
0: We've got a before and after now, on our webpage, by the way, uh, yeah. rnz.co.nz. Although there's not much of a difference between the before and the after, that's, that's a good thing, mm-hmm. right?
1: <laughs> that is testament to the brilliance. Yeah. 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 So they're gorgeous because when you step inside now, you look up, and when you fire a brick kiln, the glaze you know, splatters up onto the bricks, and you look inside them, and they look as though they've just been fired. The pattern is exactly back the way it was when Merrick fired them. It's, it's beautiful.
0: Amazing.
1: Mm.
0: Must have been so rewarding for you to see it complete.
1: Oh, it's it's huge. And, and then there's been a lot of work around that, a lot of landscaping, restoring other buildings. We've got a whole series of information boards that tell the mm. story. So when people come back, as they did in Merrick's day, they can walk through the bush um, and they'll see all the information boards that talk about Merrick. He was a teacher, a mentor, um, a huge personality in the community. Had great parties Kilns, great oh, openings yeah. of of the <laughs> of the Kiln. Um, he had a big viewing tower on a pole, top of a huge pole, and he put flags up so people knew that Kilns were being opened, huh. um, and um, but now people will be able to come back and walk around the kilns, look inside them, read about all the artists and potters that came and worked there, and um, look at some of the old restored buildings that were his outbuildings. Yeah. As well. Yeah.
0: Is there anything like this in New Zealand? It seems such a unique story.
1: I think it is a unique story. I mean, there are lots of there are pottery clubs. You know, huge resurgence in pottery. Now, I don't know whether you've done... Have you tried? Have you tried <laughs> no, throwing a pot? No, no, Jane.
0: Not one of my talents, unfortunately.
1: Right. right. It is harder than it looks.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but
1: there are clubs everywhere through New Zealand um, and there are a number of places that have artist residencies um, around New Zealand. Um, but nothing quite like this.
0: Yeah. Um, yep. Tell me about the title, the Te Hora Kilns.
1: It's called the the Kilns at Te Okay, thank you. Yep, that's right. And we have a website that's of the same name, .co.nz. What's your um, connection,
0: by the way, Jane? How did you get and broaden all this?
1: Um, well, I'm a potter, a bit of a potter myself. And I've kind of moved up from Wellington to Te um, and I always looked at them. I went there as a little girl. My mother took me there, and I can remember seeing the pots on benches, all placed all around the garden, um, and thought so it was was pretty magical. Um, maybe that's what sparked my interest. I I don't know.
0: How did you fund it? How did you fund the shift?
1: Well, luckily for us, we're a charitable trust, so we couldn't have funded it. Um, but Waka Kotahi paid for it because it was a condition of the road. Huh. Yeah. yeah. But we are a charitable trust and we do need money to um, keep it going, to run the operation. Um, so we do have a buyer brick tile promotion. That's all on our website where people can have their name stamped on a hand-built, um, tile.
0: Good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, the thank 14th, you.
1: 14th of December is the date that we will slowly open the gate and uh, welcome people back.
0: Oh, nice one. And there's a website yeah. too, uh, tehoro.co.nz. Thank you yeah. for telling us all about it today. And I see it's been made a Category 2 heritage site, so it should be protected forever now. Correct, yeah. correct.
1: Good stuff, Jane. Thank you.
0: Thanks for your vision on this one. And uh, must be great to see the uh, projects uh, completed so successfully.
1: There were a lot of very relieved, a lot of very relieved volunteers. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nice to chat. Thank you. All
0: right.